Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about how to do a comparison detox, or rather, thriving as 2019 comes to a close. As we step into this next decade, everyone is taking time to reflect and not so secretly sharing online about all of their accomplishments, which, as you probably have experienced at some point, can lead to a lot of comparing, right? And the problem with comparison is that it becomes very easy to look at all the things you didn't accomplish. And once you're in that comparison spiral, it's very easy to get down on yourself about not achieving the exact same things, especially if you are a business owner. Watching people brag online about their achievements, if this year was hard for you, will only further your frustration. So I want to begin this episode by talking about a reframing, a different way of looking at other people's success And then we can dig into some opportunities to just be a little bit more careful about what we're consuming as the year comes to a close and how we can really care for our emotional selves. So if seeing other people's success, maybe it's they're raising their prices, hitting revenue goals, charging more for the same products and services, if that's leading to feelings of jealousy for you, it's okay. Even the most self-assured people are going to have these moments of being triggered when it comes to seeing other people's successes. And I'll admit that it used to really get me down until I learned how to reframe the success of others in a different light, right? And it's only through that process that we're able to really celebrate the success of those around us. So the way that I've reframed this is anytime that I see someone succeeding in a way that I'm not, not yet anyway, I look at it as making space for me to grow, for me to charge more, for me to have more success, right? You know, while being a trailblazer can be awesome, it's also incredibly difficult. Being the first to do anything or having more success than the people around you, defying the odds, if you will, or comes with a lot of obstacles that really you cannot see from the outside. Right? When you're watching people win awards, when you're watching other people have this incredible business success, we're only seeing the end. We're only seeing the results, the positive outcome, not all the work that led up to those achievements. And so I'll give you a personal example. So in 2012, I was a trailblazer. I authored the very first college textbook on social media marketing. And when people hear that, when I tell them, oh, I authored the first college textbook, they think, oh, cool. But no one gets to know everything that went into that and all the obstacles that I had to overcome to, say, convince colleges to adopt a textbook before it went into print. And this was back when there were no classes on social media marketing. I had to convince marketing professors that it was worth teaching in school, that they should adopt my textbook for this thing that wasn't really a thing yet. And that doesn't sound so glamorous, now does it? So the reason I share this with you is that, yes, it's cool that I got to be a trailblazer, but it was also some of the most painstaking time of my entire career. 
So I encourage you, when you see other women, especially business women, crushing it, making tons of money, charging a lot for their services, creating new products, being excited, because they are paving the way for you to do the same. They are in essence making room for you to succeed without having to blaze the path. So now, when I see people leading in the field, having success in ways that I have not, I actually get excited and can exhale the sigh of relief because they've made space for me to do the same. No one that leads in their industry does so alone. The reason we call it an industry is because other people are following. Other people are following this path to make it a well-beaten path, right? And it's so interesting now, especially from the textbook example, when I see everyone talking about how social media is the future or it's the only way of doing business, I have to laugh a little because I remember the time when I had to essentially beg professors to adopt a textbook or to convince them that this was going to become something to project into the future, right? And the same thing goes for everyone you see having all the success. In some way, they are also being the trailblazer, right? And so when you think of it in that context, it should actually give you a little bit of relief to see them being successful. So that's the reframe. And I just encourage you every time you see something that someone's doing, rather than getting down on yourself, be excited because it's going to make it easier when you're ready to do the same thing. So now let's dig into the reality of how can you care for yourself as the last few weeks of 2019 and this decade come to a close? Right? The reframe alone is not going to solve all of our problems when it comes to feelings of comparison or jealousy, but there are some very distinct things that we can do. The first is spend less time consuming content from other people. Now, I don't think you should let up on your marketing as the year comes to a close. I think you should absolutely be continuing to put out lots of wonderful content. However, that doesn't mean that you have to consume anyone else's. So I would say take a little step away, especially if you are prone to the green-eyed monster and those feelings of jealousy and envy, take some time to just go inward and not consume so much of content, although you may be posting, right? Number two is take time to reflect. What did you do well? What are you proud of? And when making this list, you know, stick to the effort that you made rather than the outcome, right? Because we cannot control the outcome of our efforts, but we can control our efforts. So really consider, even if something didn't pan out the way you wanted, are you proud of yourself for it? Are you proud of the effort that you put in to testing this thing that may or may not have worked? So when you look at most people's brags (laughs) this time of year as the year comes to a close, everyone talks about the results, what they achieved, but not their process. So I encourage you instead to look at your process. What efforts did you make different this year maybe than the previous? Number three is be gentle with yourself, right? You are learning and growing and just like snowflakes, (laughs) we are all so unique in our process and our timelines and try and let go of all the shoulds, right? And any statements in your mind that begin with I should have, has to do with hindsight and hindsight is 2020 
pun not intended for our future year, but really our hindsight, we know exactly what we quote should have done, but of course we didn't know that at the time. So just being really kind to yourself as you're making these lists, as you're going through this reflective period and the holidays in general can be hard for a lot of people. So be kind. That's, that's a big one. (laughs) And fourth and finally is to make a list of things to stop doing things that you want to leave in 2019 or this past decade. You know, our lists of shoulds and to-dos can leave us feel really overwhelmed and there's always more things we could in theory do. But what's even more powerful than a to-do list is a to-don't list. I really love it. I actually title mine a to-don't list when I'm coming up with the things that I don't wanna do the next year. And so this is actually part of my own practice that I've been doing every year for a few years now. And it's been so powerful in just freeing up my time, my emotional energy, and really just looking at the things that I don't want to keep doing. Right? So those lists are the things that I recommend you do. And again, to reiterate, spend less time consuming everyone else's content this time of year if you're prone to feelings of jealousy. Second is take time to reflect and note what you did well, what you are most proud of in terms of your actions, not the results. Number three is be gentle with yourself. Try and let go of the feelings of shoulds. And then finally, make a list of things to stop doing, things that you want to leave behind in this decade or this year. So with that, I hope you have some more, you know, things that you can draw from as you are feeling those needs to compare. Try try any of things the things that we've talked about today. And most importantly, remember that other people's success does not mean you cannot have the same success. Right? They're not mutually exclusive. So, really keeping in mind, you know, as you get more competition in your field and your business, that's a good thing. Competition breeds innovation. And it causes us to look at things differently, right? So even if you were first to market in something, but other people enter the field, that's a positive aspect. It means that there's business to be done there. So that's what I have for you today. Nice, short, sweet episode, because I know your time is limited coming into the new year. And so I hope this can help you reframe some feelings around comparison, especially when it comes to social media, because yes, social media is wonderful, but also it can be terrible. We are looking at highly curated versions of everyone's lives, and that can be hard to hold in perspective sometimes. So take a little breather if you need to from social media right now, and just just go inward and be present with yourself and be proud of all the things that you have accomplished so far. And with that, I would like to make a quick ask. So if you have been enjoying the podcast, if you've been a listener for a while, I would really appreciate a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And hey, maybe even a positive comment if you've enjoyed this episode, because this is one way that you can help me reach more people is through leaving a positive review. And as always, if you have any thoughts, comments, questions that you want to reach out, connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at Melissa S. Barker, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-S-B-A-R-K-E-R. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. So until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.